The mission of ILRS is to provide advocacy, resources, and discipleship to help women rebuild their lives. The women in the program are usually with us for 12, month, 12 to 18 months. During that time, they um, go to celebrate recovery, obviously, uh, church, uh, Bible studies, parenting classes, and they have individualized treatment plans and counseling. Tonight, you're going to hear from four of our most recent graduates who completed all of their requirements. Each of these women have incredible stories of transformation and how their lives have been changed by the power of Christ. Tonight, they're each just sharing a small portion of their story. Please join me in welcoming Brianna Thomas. <laughs> Stephanie Wolf. Morgan Williams and Tracy Said. Now I have the honor to pray them in before they speak. So, well, I don't know if you hold my arm. <laughs> Dear Lord, um, I thank you so much for these four women and how much they have meant to me personally. Their lives have changed so much, and I am honored that I have got to walk with them on their journey. I know, Lord, you have people here tonight that are, will be encouraged and have hope by the words they have to say. I just thank you so much, Lord, for each person here tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And before I turn it over to our first speaker, I would like to introduce Kelly, who is our operations manager. And she is going to be in charge of these white blocks as they, we unveil the special meeting of them tonight. Hello, um, I'm a believer in Jesus who struggles with addiction, depression, and anxiety. And my name is Brianna. I'm so glad to be here. I grew up in a very dysfunctional family. Both my parents were addicted to drugs. So growing up, violence, drugs, and homelessness were considered normal. I became filled with so much anger and confusion. It's no surprise I was addicted to drugs, alcohol, and cigarettes by the age of 15. By 17, I was pregnant with my first child, Elsie, and I immediately got sober. I then relapsed and got pregnant again at 18 with my second child, Joseph. Fortunately, my mom was sober by this time and took my kids because we both knew where I was likely headed. I was arrested numerous times every time I was released, I kept going back to the streets and ended up right back in jail with the exact same charges. 
Finally, on June 2nd, 2021, I was arrested for what would be my last time. I was offered 15 years in prison. I found out I was pregnant at that time with my baby Malia. My whole world stopped. I felt like a child again, scared, alone, and sick. Hi. (laughs) I am a believer in Jesus who struggles with depression and addiction, and my name is Stephanie. Growing up, my mother was with a lot of men, and one of the men sexually abused me when I was six. Later, she married. She was married to a godly, faithful man who I called my father. He loved me and my mother. He adopted me and took me to church, but he died when I was 11. My mother was hurting and become verbally and physically abusive, which led me to addiction. I spent 14 years in addiction, had five children, and was married briefly. Two years ago, I was homeless and addicted to meth. I may have sounded okay when family called to check on me, but I wasn't fooling anyone, including myself. Months passed before I finally totally embarrassed all my children. My daughter called me crying in desperation and asked, Mom, when are you going to get better? When are you going to change your life? Her voice rang loud and clear. They had all lost respect for me. I finally called on the Lord for help. I promised God, Lord, I will follow you if you can just please bring me closer to my children. Hello. I'm a believer in Jesus who struggles with alcoholism, fear, and trust. And my name is Morgan. Thank you. I grew up in a family of seven with my mom and stepdad. We were extremely involved in our church. Although I was involved in church and I enjoyed it, I hadn't asked Jesus to be my savior and didn't really ever read or apply the Bible. My home was immensely structured and I felt controlled. After my freshman year, I moved to Chicago to stay with my father where there were fewer rules. When I moved to Chicago, life changed. I became hardened and tough. I still went to church, but I wasn't involved. At 18, it was discovered through a paternity test that the man I thought was my dad, he was not, and he never spoke to me again. And and my life began to spiral downward. I felt unloved and the drinking and partying began. From ages 18 to 29, I was drunk. I was in a spiritual warfare, and my life was unmanageable. I was exhausted and unable to provide stability for my daughter. Good evening. (laughs) I'm a believer in Jesus who struggles with addiction and control. My name is Tracy. Glad I'm here, too. This is the best place to be on a Friday night. Who would have ever thought that? (laughs) Really. (laughs) I came to know Christ as a child, but my parents divorced, and I crumbled. Although I always knew I was loved, I believed that something was wrong with me. My life spiraled out of control as I headed into my first addiction, using food to bring me comfort. 
I weighed 350 pounds until college when my addiction to food turned to an addiction to alcohol with my very first drink. I lost weight, felt comfortable with men, and was the life of the party. I got caught up in alcohol, meth, and opiates. I married and we started a family, but my life was totally dysfunctional. In the next 12 years, I went to prison four times. I wasn't in a good place when my husband fell 22 feet, severed his spinal cord, and became paralyzed. I was so angry with God, and I told God that I hated him. I got drunk and got three. Well, I know what's on the next page because I lived it, but. <laughs> three DUIs in one week, which sent me back to prison. Things continued to spiral. I lost custody of my kids to my husband, and we got a divorce. In 2021, I found myself in jail again. We stand here today in unison to tell you that the battle is not yours, that we took the first steps and Jesus carried us the rest of the way. We all know that we are on a battlefield. Ephesians six twelve, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And yet, God provides his children with armor and tools to help us stand firm in his strength and against the devil's schemes. The Inside Out program has meant everything to me. It has literally changed my life. The IORS program gave me another chance at life, a chance no other program was willing to give me due to my background. I, know, I now know I am not alone in this. I have found faith, hope, and love through the Inside Out Reentry program. I rely on my Bible and Bible study when I first started my journey in recovery and a new life with Christ. My Bible was all I had. It brought me closer to Christ and has showed me how God is always there. No matter where I am and no matter what I am doing, Another tool I do daily is worship music and taking the time to thank God. When I take my time for worship, I feel like I can really be free. Our Bible study leaders, CR women, and my sponsor have shown me the example of living as a healthy Christian family. They have surrounded me with the love and support that was missing when I was growing up. I have never felt as accepted and loved as I have been as a child of God and in the community of my church family. In the summer of 2022, I said, okay, Lord, I give you full control of my life. Now what do you want me to do next? I clearly heard him say, go get better, because I needed to get better, trust me. So I went into treatment at 12 and 12 for 60 days. When I was released, I came straight to Inside Out. I came to the program not just to stay, so, stay sober, but to get back in touch with God. My life has been so rewarding since then. At Inside and Out, I've learned how much God loves me, how to love myself, how to connect with God, and have, 
the tools to stay sober. I thank the IRS staff for holding me accountable, loving me, and showing me Jesus through their service and work. During a Celebrate Recovery Step Study, I realized that I am not to blame from the trauma in my life. I've learned that I'm powerless over addiction, so I trust in him now more than ever. I don't live my life the same anymore. I'm a changed woman through and through. All my relationships are growing, getting stronger, starting with God. Reading the word of God every day is a necessity for me. I need the truth to help guide me on the correct path. I'm so thankful that God provided Jesus Christ not only as our Savior, but also a role model. My favorite verse in Psalms is 4610, be still and know that I am God. August 1st of 2022, my new life began. I don't plan on ever turning back and heading to that old life again. 1 Peter 5, 6 says, So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God, and at the right time he will lift you up in honor. I admitted that my life was unmanageable and that I was powerless. I invited Christ into my life and surrendered every doubt, worry, and insecurity to him. God brought me to Inside Out so that I could build a sisterhood with other women and to know him. A few tools I've adapted to help me on my journey to sobriety with Christ are surrender, service, and prayer. Once I was able to understand that I was not capable of controlling every aspect of my life, it made life more peaceful. Surrender helped me to see and feel God's love when I felt unloved. Service is another tool I've utilized to refute becoming hardened and tough. Rendering service to others fills me with compassion and showed me the importance of helping others like I was helped in the midst of my darkness. Lastly, prayer. I take my prayer time seriously, free of distractions, a time that I dedicate to Jesus and converse about what I'm thankful for, my struggles, and my love for him. There is power in prayer. And I see my prayers manifested into my life every day. Giving my life to Christ not only set me free, but it also makes life worth living. One morning when I was cleaning my jail cell, I found an application for inside out in the trash. I felt God say to me, you need to go to inside out. I started calling relentlessly. I knew if I could get there, God would reveal himself to me in a new way. Thankfully, I was accepted. Some of the tools I've learned in recovery have come from the trust-based parenting class. I've learned how to play, connect, correct, and truly enjoy my children. Because of God at work in me, I have become a much calmer person, a lot less reactive and combative. I now know that God is not mad at me, but loves me and accepts me for who I am. Another important aspect of my daily life is listening to Christian podcasts and sermons. They fill me with peace and center me before I go into my demanding day. In my car, I listen to my phone to edify myself. 
Guy go. Not garbage in, garbage out, but God in and God out.